And you're on right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Coming to you from the shores of the Indian River on Florida's beautiful Treasure Coast. And bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. Here to convince you the reality is usually scoffed at, and illusion is usually king. We're streaming live on iHeartRadio and available as a podcast on all your favorite directories, including iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. And you can follow me on Twitter at RightNowJimDawes. Shoot me an email. The address is RightNowJimDawes at gmail.com or call the vent line and leave your rants at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. So on Wednesday, we had the disastrous debate for the Democrat Party where they turned into a circular firing squad and destroyed their, uh, their newest savior candidate in the form of Michael Bloomberg, after spending $425 million on ads targeted at, um, you know, the daytime television viewing audience watching these judge shows and soap operas, he finally trotted out from behind the curtain, and it turns out that uh, he was deeply unimpressive, and now the Democrats are in a complete and absolute panic. And so right on cue, the fake news New York Times yesterday trotted out their new uh, Russia hoax, And this one claims that the intelligence community has assessed that Russia, Vladimir Putin, is once again interfering in our elections, trying to reelect Trump. Now, the pure absurdity of the whole notion that uh, the Russians would want to reelect a president that has crashed their energy sector by uh, unleashing our energy sector. Russia relies almost entirely on uh, petroleum and uh, and natural gas in their economy to uh, to generate um, exports. The idea that they would support this president who has uh, has deployed uh, missile systems to Poland right on Russia's doorstep and in the Ukraine and imposed crushing sanctions on Russia's uh, oligarchs is laughable. And if we still had a a media in this country that cared anything about the truth, this whole story would have been looked at in a a critical way and, and debunked. But we don't have that any longer. We now have propaganda outlets posing as news organizations, they have taken over the the legacy media entirely. Now, the New York Times and the Washington Post have always been on the left side of the political spectrum, but they they also had to keep some sort of um, believability, you know, some some sort of uh, uh, plausible uh, truth. Well, they're they're far past that now, and they've become strictly. Uh, far left-wing propaganda outlets. And I guess you would have to say that some of this is Donald Trump's fault because he has he has bashed them. He has not tried to accommodate their uh, leftist instincts. Instead, he's called them out for what they are as, as fake news. And in response, what they have done has become even more fake news to the point now 
where there some sort of um, entity right out of a, a a George Orwell novel. They they don't any longer try to inform the public. What they're trying to do on almost each and every every story is shape the public's consciousness. And in, in addition to that, they write these long articles that are designed to speak to people in the government and in power and tell them how they can go about um, participating in this resistance effort against Donald Trump and his America First agenda. So here we go again. Uh, the fake news media is, is uh, pushing this story. Donald Trump is being helped by Vladimir Putin. And uh, and it it's, as I said, it's right on time to try to um, put the party back on the offensive after their disastrous debate in Los Angeles. The Democrat Party is in an absolutely chaos. They're well on their way to having a committed Marxist uh, as their, their nominee. And in the alternative... They've got an elitist billionaire with no personality, no um, you know, no core beliefs, just strictly uh, a, an oligarch, an American oligarch from Wall Street. That's that's the choice that the Democrats are grappling with now. So, uh, CNN has picked up the the baton from uh, the New York Times. And they're reporting on their air. The intelligence community's top uh, election security officials delivered a briefing to lawmakers last week, warning them that the intelligence community believes that Russia is already taking steps to interfere in the 2020 election with the goal of helping Donald Trump win. Now, first of all, you don't know if there's any truth whatsoever behind these stories. They don't have to be. True, as a matter of fact, the New York Times and the Washington Post, uh, you know, in the Russiagate hoax, got Pulitzer Prizes for publishing obvious fake news and disinformation out of the intelligence community with regard to Donald Trump. But the, as I say, the, the 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 very notion that Vladimir Putin and the Russians would choose to reelect Donald Trump instead of you know, an oligarch billionaire in the form of Bloomberg, who's all, all for these uh, these international globalist trade deals that uh, Russia was getting in on, or in the alternative, uh, committed Marxist in the form of Bernie Sanders is a joke. And and Donald Trump has taken the reins off of the American energy sector, turned the United States into a uh, a dependent energy consumer dependent on uh, Russia and the Middle East and other and Venezuela and other uh, energy providers and turned us into an ener- energy independent nation that actually has become the largest exporter of oil and natural gas on the planet. And that is, uh, has absolutely hammered the Russian economy not to mention these uh, these crushing sanctions. Why would they want Donald Trump when they could go get any one of these Democrat candidates who are, you know, uh, deeply infected with this climate change hysteria hoax, who promised to keep the oil in the ground and uh, 
and uh, uh, destroy America's energy sector. It doesn't make a bit of sense. But I guess you don't have to make sense uh, if you're in the left-wing news business because you can just put the feed down uh, to the um, the Trump deranged masses and they'll they'll eat it up. Here is Chuck Todd on with a guest uh, promoting this latest Putin wants Trump to win hoax. Oh, we're piecing all this together. And as 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 we've been just talking about this story, it dawned on me the whole reason why we have an acting DNI. There's some questionable circumstances as to why we had an acting DNI in the first place. And now his removal feels as if it has come under um, some suspicious territory, some suspicious territory. Yeah. Um, well, I. I don't know if Donald Trump removed this guy because he allowed this uh, this latest hoax to be promoted. There's no uh, proof of that. But if it but if he did allow this latest hoax to be promoted, then he most certainly needed to be fired because it's an absurdity. And another in a long line of American intelligence failures. This one I have no doubt being promoted by deep state hacks who are all on board with uh, with John Brennan and James Comey's and uh, 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 Jim Clapper's agenda. Back to this clip. Uh, do we have any idea how Russia's interfering? Uh, we don't have that granular detail yet. No, we don't have that granular detail yet. They never I- indicate how. Uh, Russia is supposed to have interfered. I guess they uh, they claim that that uh, in 2016 Russia hacked the DNC servers and uh, and gave it to WikiLeaks, who released it. There's two things to be said about that. One, nobody ever denied that the emails that WikiLeaks published actually reflected the reality of the DNC uh, that was owned outright at that time by Hillary Clinton's campaign uh, using the pro- the the uh, primaries in order to destroy Bernie Sanders candidacy in favor of Hillary Clinton and two nobody ever actually examined or uh, the FBI or no federal agency was ever actually allowed to examine the servers to confirm that it was Russia and you can bet that the DNC that was pushing the Russia hoax at the time if they could prove by providing access to these servers that Russia was the source of the hacking, they would have done so. So the fact that they denied the FBI the ability to forensically examine those servers is kind of proof that Russia didn't do it. I hope you're following me there. If if a forensic examination of the servers would have proven that it was Russia that hacked the DNC, then the DNC would have every motivation. Remember, they were forwarding this Russia hoax at the time to allow the FBI to examine those servers, but they didn't do that. So I'm going to go back to this clip. Now they're saying, well, we don't know, you know, what, uh, what Russia's doing to interfere in the election, but we're sure they're doing something and we're sure they're doing it in support of Donald Trump. The truth of the matter is uh, the United States and Russia have been meddling in each other's elections for a century now, a hundred years or more. Every time they have an election in Russia, we interfere. Every time we have an election, they interfere. 
And it's a tit for tat. It's the old spy versus spy out of mad magazine. And, um, and they're saying now that, uh, they're, uh, they're interfering in the, the, uh, Democrat primaries by, uh, by making nasty posts on social media. We don't have any reason to believe that's true, but we're, we're supposed to take their word for it. Uh, but Russia, the intelligence community told the House intelligence community last last Thursday on February 13th that Russia was most certainly interfering in the 2020 election in the Democratic in the Democratic primaries, trying to sow chaos. And uh, and in fact, uh, Putin still favors Trump. Well, you don't have to sow chaos in the Democrat primaries. The Democrat primaries are in full fledged meltdown chaos mode and it's it's nothing that russia has done it's what the democrat party has done and uh, you know i've i've made this point a lot on this show the democrat party is a far greater threat to the well-being and future of this country than russia ever was we can defend ourselves from russia russia is a, a minor uh, state economically anymore they still have a, a nuclear arsenal and we should uh, you know take all measures to reduce our um in, any um any threat of uh, nuclear war with russia we're doing just the opposite because of the deep state but as far as economically or diplomatically or any other way uh, russia is a um a second tier power you know, we're over there agitating with Russia and the Ukraine. Well, the Ukraine is a, a traditional point of conflict for Russia and Europe. There's no reason for the United States to get in there. Europe has about seven or eight times the population and a, a combined GDP ten times that of Russia. They can most certainly defend their own interests. Trump had a big rally in Colorado Springs last night, and uh, he he mentioned this uh, this latest hoax and compared it and contrasted it with uh, what his administration is doing. While the extreme left has been wasting America's time with vile hoaxes, we've been killing terrorists, creating jobs, raising wages, enacting fair trade deals, securing our border, and lifting up citizens of every race color, religion, and creed, right? We added another 225,000 brand new beautiful jobs last month, way, way, way above what our great geniuses back there thought it would be. 225,000, think of it. We right now have more people working in our country than at any time in the history of our country. So Donald Trump has has turned uh, this nation's decline in economic malaise around in three short years, and we're supposed to believe that uh, that Vladimir Putin wants to stop. Um, I, or, I'm sorry, we're supposed to believe that Vladimir Putin wants to keep that American Renaissance going and stop a an avowed Marxist from rising to power. It doesn't make a bit of sense. Here's a clip. This is a former CIA director. I think his name is Daryl Gates. Uh, he was sitting down with an interview with 
um, CBS's Margaret Brennan, and uh, and she tried to get him to say that, oh yes, there's every reason to believe that uh, Vladimir Putin would want Donald Trump reelected. Didn't work out so well. And it's a favorite talking point for the Trump administration to say that they're the, they've been the toughest on Russia of any administration. And in some respects, that's true. In some respects. And the sanctions. You're a cold so warrior. You, you actually believe that? I, I think in terms of the magnitude of the sanctions that have been put on Russia, they are more significant than have been imposed in the past. Well, they are, absolutely are. They're crushing sanctions on the oligarchs in Russia, all of whom uh, are propping Vladimir Putin up. It's an absurdity. But, you know, you got to keep in mind that this is the same intelligence community that has repeatedly let us down. You know, it's probably true that the CIA and the other intelligence agencies are doing things that are successes uh, for the security of the country that are being done behind the scenes that that we don't know about. It may be true that their successes are not as well known as their failures, but their failures, especially the CIA, and it predates even John Brennan, have been massive and systemic. I mean, you can go back to the very beginning, you know, where they uh, they failed the the intelligence agencies. I think this was prior to the CIA failed to um, prevent or warn us of uh, Japan's sneak attack on Pearl Harbor. But then, you know, after the CIA, uh, I think one of their very first and major catastrophes was the Bay of Pigs in Cuba that allowed a communist regime to set up house right here on America's doorstep. And they have been busy ever since exporting their Marxist revolution to Central and South America. They've destroyed uh, thriving economies in Central and South America. And now the latest is they've destroyed uh, Venezuela, the most prosperous prior to Cuba's uh, exporting of the Marxist ideology and revolution. Venezuela was the most prosperous nation in South America. And now they're busy uh, doing the same thing to Chile. You had the MK Ultra experiments that the CIA engaged in um, in the 60s and 70s where they, uh, they uh, dosed unsuspecting patients with the LSD in order to try to uh, exercise some sort of mind control experiments. They allowed Iran uh, to fall to uh, the uh, the Islamic the- theocrats and get the clock turned back on that nation. They foolishly um, took us into Afghanistan after 9-11, which, by the way, they failed to prevent 9-11. They said we had weapons of mass, or they, uh, they said Iraq had weapons of mass destruction and, and, uh, gave the neocons the justification and the rationale to get us bogged down in that foolish war. When they went to, uh, capture or kill Osama bin Laden, they instead 
hired a bunch of um, Afghan warlords to blast him over the border into Pakistan, the one nuclear-armed nation on the face of the earth, Islamic nuclear-armed nation on the face of the earth where we could not follow. Took 10 years to finally get Osama bin Laden, and then instead of um, producing evidence where everybody could have confidence that they had done that, Obama dumped him uh, into the ocean, so we're left to just take their word for it. And, of course, their most recent intelligence failure was allowing this uh, Democrat opposition research dirty tricks steel dossier to infect the American political system. It's been a litany. You could write whole books on the intelligence failures of the CIA. And you got to wonder, really, uh, is this country, uh, has this country been kept safe by these intelligence agencies in this deep state in Washington, DC, or is this country strong in spite of, of the intelligence agencies in the deep state in Washington. I would say that we're strong in spite of it. I could be wrong. There could be successes that I'm not aware of, but the the litany of uh, failures of this intelligence community are well known and um, huge. I wanted to use the word spectacular. Uh, That implies good, but uh, there have been some spectacular failures by this intelligence community. Trey Gowdy was on uh, Fox and he was replying to this, uh, this latest hoax that Russia uh, is working to reelect Donald Trump. Three things. Uh, number one, I don't know anyone who really thinks that Russia prefers Donald Trump to win over Comrade Sanders. I, I don't know a soul that really thinks Russia wants Donald Trump to be the president instead of the guy that honeymooned in hmm. Russia. Uh, Number two, is this the same intelligence community that told us it was a spontaneous reaction to a video in Libya and the same Mm -hmm. intelligence community that promised us weapons of mass destruction and the same intelligence community that relied on the dossier? I mean, I have respect for them, but they're not polygraph machines. I mean, they they gather information and they make assessments and then they give those assessments. But unfortunately, you give them to people like Adam Schiff, who leak like sieves. This never should have been made public. And that's why the president's upset, not at what the intelligence community found, but the fact that Adam Schiff has a beeline to the New York Times when it's negative information about Donald Trump. Let's just think a little bit about 9-11. After 9-11, the intelligence community said nobody could have ever imagined that terrorists would use airliners as missiles to attack the World Trade Center. Well, we knew that the Islamic terrorists had targeted the World Trade Center previous to that. And it didn't take a whole lot of imagination to to figure out that uh, they were going to use airliners as missiles. All you had to do was read Tom Clancy, which you would think that uh, a lot of people in the intelligence community would because he predicted that that would happen. And uh, they captured plans from Ramsey Youssef, uh, an al-Qaeda operative, um, to do just that. But they never did put two to two together and uh, warn the airlines that they needed to lock the cockpit doors and fortify the cockpit 
I mean, if if you can't do those simple things, it's time to clean house. We probably need to reconstitute our whole intelligence gathering apparatus. Start over again, rename them, blow people out that uh, that have a, a long history of failure, and uh, and try to in, uh, disinfect the whole John Prennan lousy place we got to run out to a break when we come back we're going to take another look at what happened last wednesday and we'll get on to the roger stone sentencing right after these messages on right now with jim dawes on the mojo 50 radio network this episode is sponsored by schwann's.com what are you having for dinner tonight hmm good question Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Bringing you the news behind the news, the story behind the story. So I don't think you could argue, really, that the Democrat Party doesn't represent a greater threat to the United States than Russia does. Now, we have gotten ourselves, because of the deep state, into this situation where we're antagonizing Russia and trying our best to alienate them and drive them into the arms of uh, communist China. We spent trillions of dollars to win the Cold War, and Ronald Reagan, um, who was also, by the way, like this current president, called a buffoon and a, um, you know, unsophisticated. Ronald Reagan uh, won the Cold War by driving the old Soviet Union into bankruptcy, trying to keep up with us on our arms control, that coupled with their foolish misadventure in Afghanistan. But um, Russia, you know, is a sort of a minor player economically now. They've got a declining population. They've got a huge uh, land mass to try to secure and hold on to themselves. And, uh, and we've, we've squandered the opportunity to, uh, to bring them into the family of Western nations. Why? I guess it's because so many careers in the foreign service and uh, national security are dependent on us having the boogeyman of, uh, of Russia. But this latest uh, hoax that they're trotting out saying that Russia once again once again uh, wants Donald Trump to be a re- elected president is pure absurdity. We've got John Brennan on uh, Twitter 
saying, We are now in a full-blown national security crisis. Trump is abetting a Russian covert operation to keep him in office for Moscow's interests and not Americans. You notice they never say how it is in Moscow's interest to reelect Donald Trump. Trump has been harder uh, than, than any president since Ronald Reagan on Russia. And he has absolutely destroyed their economy. So, um, Wednesday's uh, meltdown uh, at the Democrat debate, I think, prompted all this. They're, they're also coming out with this uh, this retreaded um, bogus story that Donald Trump offered Julian Assange a pardon. It never happened. When you get down toward the end of these uh, these blaring headlines and these uh, breathless opening paragraphs, you learn that there was nothing to these stories. But you know we're subject to the propaganda of the the two papers of record in this country, who also I would argue are a greater threat to the continued survival and prosperity in this country than than is Russia. But um, they've got to do something. And, you know, they I guess they looked into the history books and saw how effective the old Red Scare was. And they said, well, we'll we'll uh, we'll, you know, repurpose the old Red Scare in order to deploy that against Donald Trump. They don't dare say anything about the actual communist threat, uh, which is China. Because, you know, the the elite class has got so much writing on China's uh, success. And here's a clip. This is a, this is a montage. I love me a good montage of uh, the mainstream media melting down after the Democrats debate in Los Angeles, their circular firing squad. I thought it was a great night for Bernie Sanders. I thought it was a great night for Donald Trump. I thought it was a terrible night for the Democrats. The truth is Bernie Sanders is on its trajectory to be the Democratic nominee. To me, he I just don't see him having any shot in a general election. I'm panicked. I am absolutely panicked. Well, uh, no one but Bernie, Stephanie. Come on. He's an anarchist. He would love to burn down the United States. If we nominate a socialist like Bernie Sanders, we're going to lose. It'll be like George McGovern. It'll be a blowout. And nobody just says the obvious. Bernie, you're full of it. They're just pandering to the Bernie people. And you know what? Pandering gets you nothing. It certainly doesn't get your respect. Tom Perez needs to step down. He's a joke. He's a clown. He can't run the Democratic Party anymore. It, it's lost its way. I don't see how Democrats uh, do anything but bleed out when they put a socialist at the top of the ticket. It is a death sentence for the party and it will lead to Donald Trump's re-election. The loser, as Leslie put it, are the Democrats. They've got to get out there and say, I disagree with socialism. I believe in the markets. Right. I think he's wrong. I think he'll never get it done. And in this country, we'll never go that direction. And by the way, we'll lose 49 states. Corbyn didn't work in England. Bernie ain't going to work in the United States. Then Anyone but Bernie. Anyone but Bernie. You know, they're predicting, they're making these predictions based on George McGovern's historic collapse. What was that? 19, was that 72? I guess it was that uh, he lost 49 states against Richard Nixon, who they promptly um, forced from office with the New York Times and the Washington Post. 
but um, I'm not so sure that that's, that's the same country anymore. I'm not certain that uh, that Bernie couldn't offer enough free stuff to enough special interest groups and identity politics uh, grievance groups that he could not pr- put together uh, a winning majority. I, I, I hope that's not the case. I don't, I don't want to take the, the chance. And the establishment uh, trotting mini Mike Bloomberg was uh, just a disaster last Wednesday night. Diamond and Silk uh, had a tweet out. They're hilarious. They said, what do Minnie Mike and Jesse Smollett have in common? Answer, they both paid to have their asses beat. <laughs> uh, that is that is most certainly true. Uh, the mainstream media, uh, media and the liberals are in a absolute panic about what happened in Denver uh, or in uh, Las Vegas. And they've got another debate coming up in about a week. I guess this one's ahead of the South Carolina primary. I don't, I don't predict little Mike Bloomberg is going to do much better in South Carolina than uh, he did last Wednesday. I guess this will be the first uh, primary that he actually appears on the ballot. But a New York uh, billionaire from the left side of the political spectrum in South Carolina, I don't think is going to play very well. It's not because South Carolinians are, um, you know, bigoted against uh, New Yorkers. Uh, Donald Trump proved that a New Yorker could win in South Carolina and uh, Donald Trump won big. But a leftist uh, uh, like Bloomberg is not going to do well there, I don't think. And, you you know, what uh, what have the Democrats got left to run on? Well, they've got the health care issue. And uh, this president, before the general election starts, need, needs to uh, put forward some real solutions on the uh, escalation in costs in the health care sector. The reason the costs in the healthcare sector have gone through the roof is because government has gotten so deeply involved in the healthcare sector. The same thing that happened to higher education when the federal government got involved is uh, happening to the healthcare sector as well. But other than healthcare, what have the Democrats got? Well, they, they've, they've got this issue of um, immigration, and they've determined that. There are no, no sort of uh, restriction on open borders is allowed and that uh, they're, they're pandering to illegal aliens, which are not supposed to be allowed to vote in this country. It's, it makes you scratch your head. Here's old Joe Biden at one of his previous, or his, uh, I guess it was at a CNN town hall the other night pandering to the illegal alien vote. By the way, nobody, and some of you are going to get mad at me with this, but nobody is going to be deported in my first hundred days until we get through the point that we find out the only rationale for deportation will be whether or not, whether or not you've committed a felony while in the country. So uh, they're not going to deport anybody. The, the, the Democrats don't want to secure the border. <clears throat> they want they don't want a wall. They don't want to protect the border. And the only people that they want to remove after they get here are felons. Well, 
that leaves the American uh, citizens at total and complete um, mercy of these criminal illegal alien gangs. Trump was uh, giving a yet yet another one of his uh, rallies, uh, the second in two nights, this one from Colorado Springs, and uh, he was he was um, hammering these Democrat sanctuary cities and states. Communities across the nation radical, and we're watching them very closely. Left-wing politicians are imposing deadly sanctuary cities and sanctuary states and policies that compel local law enforcement to release these illegal aliens straight into your beautiful communities. Last year, Colorado Democrats enacted a law declaring this entire state to be a sanctuary for dangerous criminal aliens. As a result of state and local sanctuary policies, officials in Boulder defied federal law enforcement and released a previously deported child molester into the community. In Denver, officials released a criminal alien arrested on felony drug charges, and now he is a very dangerous man. We just caught him for attempted murder. And right here in Colorado Springs, El Paso County, officials defied the request of federal law enforcement and released a criminal alien arrested for robbery, assault, and kidnapping. They released him straight into your community. These are the Democrats. These are your Democrats. Democrats think that Colorado should be a haven for murderers, predators, kidnappers, and felons in our country and that come in illegally. Republicans believe that Colorado should be a sanctuary for law-abiding Americans, not criminal aliens. The Democrats have really painted themselves into a corner with these open border sanctuary cities and, and um, you know, in deportations. I don't think that there's such a huge constituency among American citizens who are legally allowed to vote for uh, destroying the country with unlimited immigration. And when the when the campaign comes around, if it's anybody other than mini Mike Bloomberg, you've got all of these Democrats on record saying that they would provide government read taxpayer provided health care to illegal aliens. I mean, it doesn't take a, a, a great mind to realize that that would absolutely overwhelm this country. And Trump has, uh, there was a big, long article in the New York Times yesterday. It was one of these articles, um, I, I guess it ran over 3,000 words. It was uh, pointing out that the Trump policies on the border are, are now starting to pay off to the point where uh, we're not having to return people to Mexico any longer. They They implemented this policy that allowed the border patrol to return people to Mexico to wait for their asylum hearing. Uh, that had, uh, um, two impacts. First, it decreased the number of people that were leaving central America to the United States because they knew that they weren't going to be able to get in and, uh, and then just avoid or, uh, uh, ignore their 
court date. And it gave the border patrol enough breathing room that they, they have now caught up with the backlog. And instead of returning people to Mexico, they're, they're uh, holding expedited asylum hearings and returning them right to Central America and Honduras. And these, uh, these potential migrants down in Central America have seen the writing on the wall. They know that selling off their possessions and quitting their jobs and uh, trekking through Mexico is now going to um, be unsuccessful in allowing them to get into the United States and stay here illegally. And so um, the Border Patrol is now finally starting to turn the tide. That and the uh, the border wall have been huge successes for this administration, and Trump was uh, crowing about it last night in Colorado Springs. Thanks to our tireless efforts to secure the border, we have reduced illegal border crossings for eight straight months in a row, which will soon be a record. Illegal crossings are down 75% since last spring. The month of January saw the fewest illegal border crossings in two years, and we've ended catch and release, a horrible Democrat policy that we got terminated. Border Patrol, great people have seized the largest amount of deadly narcotics ever recorded in the history of our country this year. And we've deported record numbers of gang members, including the worst gang of all, MS-13. Thousands and thousands of people have been thrown the hell out of our country. And we've done more to secure the border than any administration in history. We're building the wall, as I said, faster than ever, and it will soon be almost one new mile a day. We're looking for that. So we've finally ended catch and release. We've finally uh, staunched the bleeding down there on the southern border. The Democrats are left sputtering and uh, and promising, you know, uh, no deportations because they've got these uh, these Latino interest groups chasing them around, protesting. Um, you know, anytime they, they do anything, but completely toe the line, uh, on, on open borders. And as I said, the, the, really the only weakness in Donald Trump's reelection is, uh, is this healthcare because the Democrats are perfectly willing to promise whatever it takes in order to reseize power. Doesn't have to be something they can deliver on. It doesn't have to be something that'd be good. All they have to do is be able to promise to buy these votes with taxpayer money. It's it's interesting to see the the dichotomy, excuse me, in this uh, this contest between Bernie and Bloomberg. Bernie's trying to buy people's votes with taxpayer money. And Bloomberg's trying to buy people's votes with his own money. But they're both trying to buy votes. And neither of them have any, uh, you know, uh, Bloomberg is right along with these open borders and this uh, uh, climate change hoax dogma. And Trump has one success after another, uh, has revved up this economy, 
uh, lowered unemployment to historic records, got uh, wages increasing by about 3.5% annually now, finally, as uh, the stock market absolutely roaring and uh, reforming these trade policies. You had uh, James Clyburn, South Carolina uh, representative, that uh, he's in the House leadership. I think he's number two in House leadership right behind Crazy Nancy. But uh, I guess Clyburn uh, wasn't to be outdone in making crazy statements, and he was on with Neil Cavuto, and and in response to a question about historic black unemployment, said something profoundly stupid. If he were the nominee, could you, would you back him? Oh, I'm going to back whoever our nominee is. Absolutely. Even with the Very things he has said about African-Americans? Does, does that bother you? He's talking there about um, Michael Bloomberg, you know, saying that uh, what you got to do is just Xerox copies of of the description of perpetrators and pass them out to the cops and then take these young black men and throw them against the wall. Um, Clyburn, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I will support him as a nominee. Well, not as much as what uh, Trump has said about African-Americans. What exactly has Trump said about African-Americans? Trump hasn't uh, made it. I mean, Trump has spoken badly about individual African-Americans that deserved it, but he's never spoken badly about them as a group like Michael Bloomberg. You notice how they never offer any examples of these, uh, these racist statements that Donald Trump has made. They never offer any, any concrete examples of, of any of these things. They just make these blanket statements and uh, and then all nod their heads. Yes, yes, Donald Trump is racist. Uh, anytime uh, if, that I go to the polls, I'm considering positives and negatives on all candidates. And I try to go with the one whose positives outweigh the negatives. Well, and let's leave the words aside Trump, then, right, uh, Congressman? Let's leave the words aside. Well, let's don't leave the words aside. Can you give me an example of these racist statements that Donald Trump has made? Please, somebody, anybody. But this is where Clyburn really uh, goes off the deep end. It, whether you like his style or not, or tweets or not, or comments or not, he's delivered the goods for a lot of African-Americans, has he not, with record low unemployment levels for one group after another, Come mostly on. with, with African-Americans. You don't Neil. think that's something that's constructive? No, no, because it's not true. You what know, do you mean it's not uh, true? I'm 78 it, years old. Go ahead. I'm saying that the uh, African-American unemployment is not the lowest it's ever been, unless you count uh, slavery. We were fully employed during slavery, so it all depends on how you measure this up. I mean, that's that just, that's a head slapper right there. You got the number two man in uh, leadership in the House of Representatives saying that uh, Donald Trump hasn't received or hasn't delivered record low unemployment with the with blacks because it was even lower during slavery <laughs> i guess this is what happens when you leave any uh if you leave someone without any legitimate arguments to make the arguments that they uh they grasp at become increasingly irrational and unhinged I'm going to play another clip from Trump's 
uh, rally in Colorado Springs last night where he's calling the nation once again to higher aspirations, um, you know, to true greatness. We will achieve new breakthroughs in science and medicine, finding new cures for childhood cancer. They've made such progress. And ending the AIDS epidemic in America. We started a year ago. It should have been started long before in the last administration because they had the technology then. They didn't start it. But we're starting it. We'll have it done within nine years. It's a 10-year process. Think of that AIDS. We will land the first woman on the moon and become the first nation in the world to plant our flag on Mars. And you have a lot of that action happening right here. We will defend privacy, free speech, religious liberty, and the right to keep and bear arms. Yeah, I can understand why the Democrats are in a panic. This this guy is on a uh, on a trajectory uh, toward a massive uh, re-election victory come November. You know, uh, last week the Washington Post and the New York Times published these blaring headlines that uh, said something to the effect of Trump declares himself chief law enforcement officer. Both these headlines had these scare quotes. Uh, to sort of try to create the impression that the president was ignorant and did not understand that he was not, in fact, the nation's chief law enforcement officer. You have to wonder if any of these so-called journalists have ever read the Constitution or have even a basic understanding of Article 2, which the Article 2, Section 1, contains, actually contains the actual oath of office that says, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of the president of the United States and will best of my ability preserve, protect, and defend the constitution. And article two also reads that the president shall take care that the laws be faithfully executed and shall commission all officers of the United States. So it says that it's the president's responsibility to make sure laws are faithfully executed. That means no uh, prosecutorial misconduct, no selective prosecutions, political uh, prosecutions, no uh, two-tier standard of justice, one for the swamp rats and one for uh, anybody that's trying to drain the swamp. You know... There is no doubt that the president of the United States is the chief law enforcement officer in the land. The only question is whether or not he is going to faithfully execute that in the pursuit of justice. And that's exactly what Donald Trump has been doing. He's been pointing out that the special prosecutors, politically motivated special prosecutors from Robert Mueller's office, have been going after people and putting them in jail very selectively based on whether or not they, uh, they were associates and supporters of Donald Trump while at the same time turning a complete blind eye to, uh, to these wrongdoers in the department of justice and the FBI, like Comey, McCabe, Brennan, Strzok, Page, 
just a whole litany of others, none of them have been held to account. And what should happen is the president ought to, ought to uh, call up uh, the attorney general and, and say, listen, I want you to order investigations and prosecutions of some of these people who have already admitted to committing the same crimes that uh, that they prosecuted George Papadopoulos and General Michael Flynn and uh, Roger Stone of doing. Now, I, I'm, you know, if if Roger Stone actually lied to a uh, to Congress, then he 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 should be punished for it. But at the same time, these other uh, people who have done that and worse should be punished as well. You can't have a two tier system of go- uh, of uh, punishment like we've we've had under the Democrats. What will I go out with this week? Let's see. Um, where is the story? You know, um, here we go. So the the Democrats have instituted policies which allow men, uh, convicts, in jail who declare the, themselves as women to be uh, imprisoned in women's prisons. And now we've got the first case of a female inmate suing the prison after she had been sexually assaulted and raped by one of these so-called transgender inmates that are housed with her. They put a man, a convict, in a prison cell with a woman in a woman's prison and lo and behold he did exactly what you would expect him to do as a criminal and now um, now we've got the first case of it this happened in Pontiac, Michigan well that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now with Jim Dawes what a week, what a week Thanks for joining us. I want to invite you back here again right here on the Mojo 5 Radio Network next week for another edition. We will talk to you then. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, hmm, what's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.